Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. On Sunday night, how awesome is this in the presence of God? Wow. Do you know God's a great giver of gifts? I've got a couple of gifts here I want to give away. Before Rourke runs off stage, i got a gift for you, mate. The Purpose Driven Life. 40 days of purpose. And, and playing, playing uh, bass and guitar. And, and the Lord says, hey, because you're willing to serve, He's going to bless you. And that's the beginning of it tonight. God bless you. Enjoy that book. Bless you. Wow. I got a New Testament here, and some of you, most of you, probably got a Bible. But I, I felt to give this to Maddie Martin, and this is for you to give away to someone. It's a gift for you, so you can give it away to someone and see their life change. Because you've got a generous heart, you just keep sowing, and you'll get overflow of reaping. Okay, God bless you, mate. I got ten dollars here. Who'd love ten dollars, mate? You, Hardly anyone wants $10. <laughs> she was fast. No, but thank you. She was really fast. Some of you weren't going to put your hand out because you thought there was a trick, didn't you? You thought if I gave you this, you've got to come and sing a song or do some karaoke or something. You ever been at a party and you, someone offers money and then all of a sudden you've got to do something? Thanks for your, your, your passion, and your willingness to say, go for it. But I got $10. It's only 10 It's not going to someone out of debt. But I felt to give it to this lady here. And the Lord wants to say to you that he's going to provide for your needs. There's been some things stolen from your life in the past. But the Lord's with that simple act of $10. He's going to he's say, I'm going, to, I'm going to restore and I'm going to bless your life. And there's many more freedom and love and grace are going to overflow your life. And people are going to say, how come your life has changed so much? That's what I believe God's saying for you tonight. Lord, bless her abundantly in Jesus' name. Bless her abundantly in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray that all of us, we reach up and just receive your gifts. Let's all reach up to heaven for a minute and just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Lord, I thank you that you are the giver of amazing gifts. You're the one who gives us life. Lord, you give us your presence. Lord, you give us so many amazing things so that we can be blessed and then we can bless others. And I just pray tonight for your word, which will be a, a gift to our hearts. Your presence will just overflow our lives. We pray that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Everyone shouted? Amen. Amen. Give someone a high five. That's your gift to them. Give them some money if you want to. <laughs> Let's take our seats. Wow, wow. Wow. God is so good. James 1, 17 and 18 says, James 1, verse 17 and 18 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all that He has created. How awesome is that? Every good and perfect gift comes from our awesome God. I want you for a moment to think, what's one of the best gift you've, gifts you've ever received in your life? 
Now, I want it to be a natural gift first. I'll talk about spiritual ones in a while. One of the best gifts that you've ever received in your life. This is a, a natural gift, a car or, a, or a, some money or something. Someone beside you, what was one of the best gifts that you've ever got in your life? Think about it for a minute and then tell them. One of the best gifts. Share it for a minute. You got 20 seconds. One of the best gifts you've ever received. Wow. God gives many amazing gifts. I've been blessed with so many gifts in my life. And uh, it's just a lovely delight when, when there's gifts come into our lives. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and gets favor of the Lord. So I thank God for the, the gift of my beautiful wife because that was a great gift in my life. Sometimes relationships or friendships can be a great gift. Second, lavished on you, they will affectionately remember you in their prayers. Praise God for his astonishing gift, which is far too great for words. It refers to Jesus being the greatest gift that was ever, ever given. Now, I want you to turn to the person on the other side that you didn't talk to before, and I want you to tell them what is one of the greatest spiritual gifts you've received. It could be salvation or forgiveness or peace. Tell someone uh, and share that for a moment. What's one of the greatest spiritual gifts that you've received? <laughs> okay, there's so many, isn't it? Peter was sharing about the gift of freedom. That's an awesome, awesome gift that uh, God gives us. And... Uh, God gives us so many gifts. One of the amazing things about gifts is He wants us to not only know about them, but to receive them and then open them up and use them. How, how sad would it be if I was a really blessed businessman and I ran one of the local car dealerships and I knock on your door tomorrow morning and I give you the keys to a car and say, here's a brand new car for you. Matt's already grabbed it. And then about three months later, I see you downtown and say, how's that new car going? And you say, well, it was so good, I was too scared to drive it, so it's still sitting in the garage, and I've never actually driven it anywhere yet. I'd be really disappointed if I'd given you a car, and you sat on it for three months and never even started up or drove it because you didn't want to damage it, or you just thought, well, I'll just, because it's such a precious gift, I'll just look at it and enjoy it that way. You know, sometimes God gives us amazing gifts and we're too scared to open them and to live in them and let them flow through us. And that's the simple truth I want to share tonight, that God's the giver of all these amazing gifts, but He wants us, you and I, to understand what they are, receive them, and then live in the benefit of them and don't just look at them. And don't just talk about them on Sunday, say, oh, thank God he's given me this amazing gift. But do you live in the reality of them every day of the week? Do you let those gifts change your life? And does it change everyone else around us? Because it's such a reality that you can't help talking about the gift of Jesus Christ and his grace in our lives. John 3.16 in the Passion Version says, For this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only unique son, as a gift. Wow. So God loved us so much that he gave Jesus as a unique gift for our lives and for all of humanity. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish but experience 
everlasting life. Apostle Paul said in Corinthians that Jesus is the indescribable gift. The indescribable gift. And, and sometimes you're just lost for words. You, you're almost lost for how, how to communicate it. Marilyn and I uh, were away for the weekend. We had to go to, Marilyn had a checkup for uh, medically and that was fine. And then we were at a birthday party and this morning we were staying at a B&B in Ipswich and we spent about half an hour talking to these two couples that are around the table and we're talking about their world and they said, what do you do? And we'd built a bit enough for us. said, well, we're pastors of the church. They said, really? And they were fascinated because I don't think they've ever talked to a pastor before. And we just had a lovely time. We had to be careful how we put words in to describe the gift of what Jesus is in our lives that didn't scare people off but made them curious and ask more questions. And that's a challenge when you first meet someone and you've only got maybe 10 minutes possibly to sow a seed that will make them curious and, and it's, it's always a challenge to how do you communicate the greatest gift of all that Jesus Christ and his salvation and his eternal life, as Tim shared about in a couple of weeks ago. How do we share that? How do we communicate the greatest gift in a way that wants them to come and experience it? And it's, it's, it's a great challenge for us to learn to share that beautiful gift. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 said, it says, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Wow, so grace, faith, salvation, they are all gifts that come from God and you can't earn them. And sadly, religion is, you see all these amazing religious things. I've been to India quite a few times. I've been to uh, various other countries where you see people doing all their religious duty to try and earn favor with God. They think if they do enough, enough good deeds or they beat them up themselves up enough. And I've seen people do crazy things. When we were in India last time, uh, we were driving down the road in some sort of vehicle. I forget what we're in. But everywhere I'd see these groups of young men running down the sides of the highways. And they had, they had these uh, sort of placards uh, wearing them over their front and back. And then they were carrying flags and banners. I said, Pastor Abram, what are they doing? He said, oh, it's a special week in the Hindu calendar where they've got to try and prove to God that they are really zealous. So some of them run hundreds of kilometers um, during that week. They run from one city to another to the next temple to try and see who runs the furthest so that they think then God will accept them and give them some sort of favor or protection over their lives. And I, everywhere we went that week, they were everywhere. Whole groups of them, 10 or 20 at a time, running or walking fast all through that week on this journey to different places. I thought, how sad is that? They were just striving. They'd leave their families and their jobs behind and they'd be running or walking fast all week. Some of them hardly slept the whole week because they had to prove to God and striving that they were going to be good enough for God to bless them or accept them. I thought, how sad is that? We don't have that sort of crazy zeal very often in Australia, but we have more subtle forms of striving to receive God's gifts. We don't pray enough or read the Bible enough, we think, well, God won't bless me or accept me. 
week of prayer. That's awesome. We just spend time in His presence. But you don't pray to try and get favor with God. You pray because God's called us to its relationship and you're calling down His presence and power to change our city and our community. And we get changed when we pray and God motivates us to go and do things. It's very powerful. And I thought, well, Lord, help us never be in this whole striving and works thing because when a gift's given, you don't have to try and earn it. Someone shows up at your door and offers you a gift. They go, hold on, I haven't worked hard enough for that. It's not about wages or payment. A gift is a gift. You can't earn it. You can't be good enough. If someone wants to give you the gift, it's yours. Just like Peter and Riley got the gift of that awesome takeaway food the other night. It was just given to them. And God has so many amazing gifts for us, and I'm convinced we often don't even know what they are, and we settle for way less than what God has for our lives, because we just don't think we're good enough, or we deserve it, or whatever goes on in our hearts and our minds. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. What an amazing gift that is. The gift of eternal life. And I just thank God for that. Tomorrow morning, many of you know Cammie Yates and, uh, and we're having her memorial service here tomorrow. Beautiful Cammie that was lived to nearly 40 years old when the doctors had said she'll never live past two because she was born with so many disabilities and difficulties. And yet here she is, she's served in our kids' church and loved many of us and given us all bracelets and just loved Jesus with all of her heart. One of the leaders for Epic Employment, because she worked in the disability area, um, helping in Central Coast or Brisbane, one of the uh, regional directors, because he said, she has so impacted our whole organisation for more than 10 years here and on the Sunshine Coast because there was something about Cammy. She would unashamedly love anyone. Just go and give them a hug. She'd come up beside you and she's only short, so she'd come and give you a hug. And the love of Jesus would just pour her heart. And she'd invite anyone to church. She was the unofficial chaplain of the Endeavour Workshop because she would just pray for anyone who was sick or in need. She'd just say, I'll pray for you. And she'll just start praying for them wherever she was. And the leader could stop her doing it because she would just pray anyway and she would just get round their hearts and she just she was classed as the unofficial chaplain of the Endeavour Workshop because she just shone Jesus without any shame, without any fear. I thought, wow, we put up all these barriers. She just loved Jesus because she knew she had a gift of life, that she lived nearly 40 years longer than what she was, was expected to. And she counted every day as a, just a precious, precious gift of life, even in the midst of pain and suffering. I thought, Lord, help us not to get too complicated. Let us value the gift of life every day. And I honour people like Cammie because sometimes God uses those who have gone through painful things to teach us things that we forget. We really, really do. A little child sometimes, they will just unashamedly come and hug you, say Jesus loves you. And we get so sophisticated, we forget the power of these beautiful free gifts. They're free gifts. You can't earn a gift, it's free. The free gift of salvation. The free gift of His grace and love. And I think, Lord, Lord, help us to value 
who you are and every gift along the way. John 4.11, Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, a Samaritan. Jesus answered and said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Wow. Jesus was talking, the Messiah, to this woman. And she didn't get it, but she soon did. And then she went back to her town, told everyone. And then many came back and believed in Jesus because the gift of living water that came from Jesus touched her thirsty soul and changed her life. And then there were hundreds in the the town were transformed because she shared what she had received. The Holy Spirit's an amazing gift. What an amazing gift. In John 14, the Holy Spirit is referred to with seven different names. He's our comforter. He's our guide. He's our advocate. He's our strengthener. He's the one who gives us power. He leads us into all truth. In Acts 1.4, it's Jesus said just after he'd uh, risen from there, just before he went to heaven, it says, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I read that this week and I realized those are 500 that were supposed to wait for the... Because Jesus spoke this to 500 people when he went to heaven, before he went to heaven. There was only 120 left on the day when the Holy Spirit was poured out. 500 started and, and 380 gave up. And I used to think, well, they didn't know how long to wait. And I realized Jesus told them how long to wait, only a few days. It was 10, so some of them thought 10's too many, and so they left and missed out on the initial gift. You see, we can reason away God's gifts and think, well, I'm not good enough, or I'm too old or too young, or I don't understand it enough. Wow, what a beautiful gift. What a beautiful gift. He said, wait a few days, and I'll give you the gift of promise. The Holy Spirit carries all these gifts of prophecy and power but he is the gift. I just want you to think about that. He is the beautiful gift that Jesus said, I'm going to leave with you before when I go away because I want God to be with you in spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the gift and he carries all the other gifts of power, of words of wisdom, of insight, of prophetic understanding, of strength and power and all those things that come. But Jesus said, wait until the gift. And then we go on to Acts chapter 2, after the Holy Spirit was poured out on that day. Acts 2.38, it says, Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is an amazing gift that the Father and Jesus promised, and that's what we receive and enjoy. He's a person, his power, his hope, his love. And I want to encourage you tonight, let's keep our hearts open and let's receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and let's live in his freedom and power and let's share it with that living water with as many people as we can because it's a beautiful, beautiful gift. Some of get caught up, well, I want this gift and I want that gift. Have the gift of the Holy Spirit and you'll get the whole lot. It's, he comes and makes Jesus real. Jesus lives in us by his Spirit. Jesus is the healer. So I pray for healing in my room. Guess what? Healing will flow. He's the Prince of Peace. So if I need peace in my heart, if I get close to Jesus, I'm going to have him and peace because he carries it and is it. 
So instead of going for the thing or the need, go for the person of Jesus or the person of the Holy Spirit and you'll have all the other that they bring with them. How awesome is that? Lord, I just thank you. Thank you that you are the giver. You're the gift and you've come. Some people, we don't get the benefit of gifts because we don't know that the gift is available. If someone doesn't know that Jesus is, can be their saviour, they're not going to receive it. If someone doesn't know about the Holy Spirit and the power and the strength and the, the anointing, they're not going to be open to receive it. So number one, we need to know about the gift. You hear the occasional story of someone who's won, won something and uh, they left the event before the prizes were handed out and they miss out on it. Occasionally you hear this crazy story of someone wins a lottery with $2 million and they don't know they've won because they didn't register the thing and they've lost their ticket so they never ever claim their prize or the gift. We need to know the gift of what God's offered us. Secondly, you need to receive the gift. Now I could have offered Rourke that uh, book and he could have said, oh no, I've got three of those, no thanks, I don't need it. Or I'm not a really good reader so give it to someone else. No, he graciously received it and now he can get the benefit of reading that book and going through the journey of devotions and enjoying it. And I could have offered you $10, say, oh, no thanks, but you received it and in the receiving, right now, tonight, that God's offering for some of us but we don't know they exist or we don't know how to receive them. Jesus is offering forgiveness to some people here tonight and you just think, well, I'm not good enough and I haven't done enough spiritual hoops jumping yet. I haven't jumped high enough and I haven't learned enough verses from the Bible so therefore it, it, it won't work for me. Hey, a gift is a gift. Remember, you can't earn it. You've got to receive it. You need to know about it and then you need to receive it. And then you can receive the benefit of what that gift has for your life I think Lord help us to receive the amazing gifts I love his presence it's so powerful and when we worship there's a, a presence of God just flows in our hearts and a few minutes we're going to just take a bit of time before we finish tonight for for people to encounter his presence and just to be overflow filled up and overflowing you know when Jesus did the miracle of turning the water into wine that's an amazing miracle he hadn't started his miracle. He said, my time's not yet. But there he was, blessing a wedding. He said to the servants, go and fill up the water pots. What did they do? They got six huge big water pots, yay big, about 30 or 40 litres each. And it says they filled them to the brim. In other words, they were overflowing. I love that. They could have filled them half up and saying, well, well let's see what Jesus is going to do. Fill them up to the brim so they're overflowing. That's what Jesus does for our lives. Too many of us settle for just a little bit instead of the full measure. And then the servants had to, by faith, take what was there, which was water, and take it to the chief guy. And I'm thinking, oh, they're probably wondering, what's going to happen here? Anyway, it turns out to be the most amazing wine that Jesus had created. And I want to say, when Jesus' blessing fills your life, it will brim up. I want that some people here, you need to just let the overflow, the overflow, overflow of his beautiful, beautiful presence in our hearts and our lives. 
So number one, you need to know about the gift. Number two, you need to receive the gift. Number three, you need to unwrap it and receive the benefits of the gift. If you've been given a gift card, I, I saw on a documentary the other day on gift cards. I, I can't remember the exact figure, so don't quote me. But it was, it was about two point something billion dollars worth of gift cards in Australia are not claimed every year. People are given gift cards, they lose them, forget about them, they expire. It was over $2 billion worth of gift cards that are given to people that are not claimed in Australia every year. And I thought, whoa, that is horrible. Missing out on all those gifts. And who wins? The companies win because someone's paid the money to get the gift card and then people don't use them. So it's, it's a way for them to make lots of money. Wow, how incredible is that? All these people get given gift cards and they forget to... Wow, over $2 billion worth. I just couldn't believe the figures. And they had it all worked out. They'd collated it all. I'm thinking, that's amazing. And that got me thinking. There's so many Christians, we have all these incredible gifts that God's given us and we don't, we don't use them. We don't, we don't connect with it. We don't let it fill us. We don't receive the benefits of what He's given us. And I want to stir your heart tonight. Let's be people that are brimming over with all that God's got for us. Let's be people that are so brimming over that the people around us think, wow, what have you got that I need? Contagious Christianity. You bring hope, you bring peace, you bring life, you bring generosity, whatever it is. And even in the midst of suffering and pain, people say, boy, how come you still trust and believe in God when things haven't worked out yet? And then when it does, they think, whoa, He is an amazing God. And fourthly, you need to be thankful and value the gift. Never take it for granted. Be very thankful for any gift that God gives us or that people give you. And lastly, you need to use the gift. 1 Peter 4, 10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. As faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So God's offering many gifts for our lives. He says, use it. What for? To make yourself important. So you can be seen as generous or spiritual or blessed. No, so you can serve others. And I've learned a long time ago, the more I release and share what God's given me, the more He'll trust me with. That's what I've learned in the realm of the Spirit. The more you release and share what He's given you, the more He'll trust you with, uh, to bless others. So let's just be so generous in sharing, praying, blessing and releasing. Back to the Holy Spirit for a minute. Luke eleven thirteen, Jesus said, If you then, though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Wow. Live in the overflow. Live in the overflow. I want to take a few minutes tonight just to take some time to think, well, have I received all that you want me to have? And Lord, am I thanking you for it and am I releasing it and using it? John fourteen twenty seven says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Wow, can't earn it, it's a gift. I do not give to you as the world gives. Why would Jesus say that? How does the world give? Sometimes with strings attached. Sometimes you've got to earn it. 
Sounds like I'll give it and take it away and make you feel guilty for, you know. Jesus said, I don't give as the world gives with too many strings attached. I give unconditionally as a gift so that you get blessed and everyone around you gets the overflow. That's, the, that's God's sort of gift giving. I, I like that sort, hey? And some of you have learned how, it's not how much money you got or how much influence you got, it's just using what you have and seeing what God will do. And then he will multiply it. So peace is a gift. Don't give as the world gives. And then he goes on and says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Two other amazing gifts. And then we're going to just take some time to worship. Romans 5, 5 says, And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The Holy Spirit comes and what does he do? He brings hope and he brings love. That's some of the things the Holy Spirit carries. And I want to encourage you tonight, let's let that love flow. One of the greatest gifts you can receive and give is forgiveness. Wow, wow, wow. I'm, I'm amazed how crazy we are sometimes. Jesus forgives us and then we refuse to forgive someone else. Or Jesus forgives us and we, f- we refuse to forgive ourselves. That's crazy thinking, but many of us wrestle with that. We, we beat ourselves saying, well, I, I just failed and I, and I, I should have, that shouldn't have happened. And so we go round and round in circles for days, weeks, months or years when Jesus has already forgiven us, but we struggle to forgive ourselves. Why do we do that? Because we've got a faulty understanding of how gifts work in the kingdom. And how beautiful is it when you've been forgiven so you forgive someone else? How beautiful is that? Wow, wow. As we were worshipping earlier, I just, I saw some of you have been ripped off and stolen from. The enemy's stolen stuff from your life. He's stolen God's gifts of grace and hope and forgiveness. He's tried to steal peace from your heart. He's tried to steal your identity. And there are some people here, you lie in bed at night and you're wrestling with who you are and you don't think you're good enough. Self talk rob you from the place of freedom and destiny that God's given your life. And tonight, I believe God wants to release you and to give you the gift of full acceptance in Him. Wow. There's some people in this place tonight, you have got incredible gifts in your life, but you've only ever used a small measure of them because you don't think you're good enough. And you're afraid you might fail. We all wrestle with that. a few missions trips and I thank God I went on them because it just threw me into the deep end and I had no chance, choice but to step up and believe that God was going to show up. Some of us play life way too safe. Way too safe. God, give us wisdom to step out and share that good news. The Holy Spirit is the beautiful gift.
Let's all stand in His presence. I just want us to just take a few minutes of preach a bit shorter tonight so we can just have a few minutes of worship. Some people tonight are going to receive some gifts of His love and grace afresh for your soul. There's some of you who've never been filled with the Holy Spirit where you've spoken in other tongues and you've felt this power of God within you and you've, you've found a freedom and a revelation flowing and you, you, you just things just shift and you know. I believe tonight this beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit is being offered to you tonight. Oh, Jesus. What gift are you wanting or needing? Or do you know that God's been knocking on the door for a while and you've struggled to receive it? Forgiveness, love. Some people here tonight, maybe you've been taught that, well, the Holy Spirit comes when you're born again, but there's no overflowing like we talk about in our church of speaking in a heavenly language, a gift of the Spirit. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.